Hi everybody, this is Getting Candid with Mabel. It is episode 5. Today we're going to be talking about body image. I am your host, Mabel Apili. Apili, introduce me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I am. Every day you want me to also. Okay, yeah. I'm your co-host. <laughs> and your co-host, I'm... Abinaga. You guys, I am actually loud, but my tooth is paining. The wisdom tooth hurts. Like a problem. So I hope it does come with intelligence, because I really do need it. And... Like no. intellect may probably come with some money because <laughs> it's a hard time. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy today's episode. It's going to be on body image, something that we're very passionate passionate about. about. Yes, and this episode has been put together as a result of not only input from Ivy and I, but we got the male perspective uh, from friends of. Our friends. Mm, yes, our friends. There is Douglas, there is uh, Silas Onen, and then there is Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. And we also had my sister Sheila come in and contribute something. And we'd like to shout out Michelle Mawanda for this like episode because she's always at the forefront making sure the posters are out there with Claire Kusemira. So we thank you and appreciate you. Yeah, so Mabel. Mm-hmm talking body image give people um a good idea or a vivid description of what body image really is when we say body image what are we really saying anyone that has the flow up do read the articles that have or that talk about body image you'll Mm. find a lot about body image there having said that generally in my research and in my thinking body image is the perception that you have of yourself Mm. the way you think of yourself the way you feel about yourself yourself as in your body yeah. yes yes and then how you behave as a result of how you perceive yeah. yourself so really your perception of your body and of self and uh, body image can be negative and it can also be positive yeah, it involves usually things, yeah think when people are talking body image it's usually in the negative light but yeah. it can also be a positive thing it can it's be not just yeah you know in a negative, a negative sense yes because body positivity falls under body image, body image i yes. agree yeah so the kinds of body image i was looking at um what reading this article online yeah and it kind of grouped it in like four major kind of categories mm-hmm. actually yeah there were four <laughs> <laughs> so there's one perceptual body image yeah so this one basically has to do with how you think you look or how you perceive yourself yeah it might not be a correct representation of self yeah say for, for example instance. yeah mabel I, I could think oh maybe i am say overweight i may not necessarily be overweight i might actually <laughs> even clinically be underweight yeah or just okay but because that is what i think of myself yeah that is my image of myself yeah so that is perceptual body image there is affective body image yeah so here basically it's has to do with the feelings how you feel about how satisfied are you with the way you look how dissatisfied are you with the, with the way you look so it just has to do with how you feel about yourself yeah. do you feel sexy do you feel beautiful or yeah. do you feel i hate myself i don't like what i look like i am not proud of what i look like i want to hide this i wish i didn't have that yeah that really has to do with your affective body image yeah another category is cognitive Cognitive, you know, the way you hear it, because when people talk cognition, they're talking about thinking, thoughts. So, how do you think about yourself? Yeah. That has a lot to do with body image as well. 
and lastly there is behavioral body image yeah as a result of all these things the things you feel things you think how mm-hmm. you perceive yourself mm-hmm. what do you do then like what kind how has it formed the kind of things you do like maybe I feel fat so I don't want to wear certain things or I yes. don't feel like I can you know go to certain places or show yes. certain things or I feel too small so maybe I don't look nice in this or I'm too mm. short or I'm too how does it form the things you do yeah. do you start to starve to serve yourself not to do this or do you start to overeat so that yeah. you can you know kind of gain the weight so basically those are the categories of um body image and how people view themselves yeah so when you talked about uh, behavioral body image body image it reminded me of um, some TED talk i watched uh, mm. by i think she, the talk the speaker at the time was called i think Lindsay so she says that under the behavioral she didn't say it per se but i i kind of interconnected yeah. the article with the with the what she was saying and she was saying she loved to swim yes yeah. she was on the swim team and she stopped swimming not because she did not like swimming but because after some time she just didn't like the way she appeared mm. in her swimsuit mm. so she she she, she said uh, usually with behavioral change she called there is a tendency for people to have what they call disruptive body image like coping tendencies so mm. disruptive disruptive uh, coping tendencies could be things like say for her for her case taking a back seat not pursuing your past your passions Passion. and um, things like running away and hiding yeah visitors come and you're running away and hiding mm-hmm. something like that and like we said body image is so broad it may involve things like eating this disorders mental health issues so we won't cover everything today in this yeah. episode so what are the things that females and males yeah suffer with when it comes to body image i think i will do <laughs> the males and yeah research was really good but these are some of the things that you know guys guys struggle with, struggle with. Mm-hmm. you know being short height yeah, when it comes to height issues i don't know if tall guys suffer with height issues eventually i think maybe when you're younger you suffer with People height issues because even with females when when we had this uh, relatively tall girl in our class i think when when our primary two mm. they didn't necessarily treat her height as something that was beautiful yeah so it's something that with time you find guys moving yeah with, trying to not like hunch, hunch their backs yes yeah. so height uh the size of their should i say dicks or penises well the size of their manhood so mm-hmm. that that is something they struggle with a lot as well mm-hmm. um body size weight skin color i guess as yeah well. but skin color kind of cu- cuts across because you know some people don't like the color of their skin and as a result they do lots of things to try and change it or yeah. you know something like that things like whether they have beards or they don't have beards yeah yeah what so yeah guys do have insecure balding you know guys start to there's guys who are insecure about ali balding like, or their hairline like the is hairline receding. receding yeah, yeah that's and true with girls i think girls struggle a lot with in terms of face how should facial structure do am i pretty enough is my nose small enough do i have an ass is my waist smaller small waist do i have an ass do i have i don't know i guess it's a lot and i cannot actually necessarily even pick just one thing and i think it cuts across for most of them because you don't even know if guys also struggle with some of these things they do actually i know people who um 
guys are not comfortable with being hugged because they feel like they're not that's just not broad enough on their arms and maybe not hot, buff enough yeah. so it kind of makes them feel like you've wrapped, properly wrapped yourself like you know around them so I think really you can't even list the kind of insecurity like there are lots of insecurities people have uh, both females and males I yeah. feel like they go through the same thing like when it comes to body insecurities I think it's like cuts across the you know, yeah. the spectrum and uh for you know when i was asking my sister about oh but what are the things that you know women who have given birth may struggle with, struggle with when it comes to their body image uh she mentioned things like you kind of have this baby and then when you the baby is out you have all this extra skin mm-hmm. and all these stretch marks so for some people the stretch the stretch marks even get to darken mm. so generally you look at the stretch marks and if you are the kind of person Everybody. that hated stretch marks originally you really really struggle with that and there is that small lower belly bump that never really goes away in a her fupa. i don't know what it's called a fupa. it's called a fupa mm-hmm. well it never really goes away or if it goes out actually they say it never really goes away if you're to reduce it it probably takes like ages. a toll on your body and mm. ages so like those are some of the things she did mention that and of course things like if you had tiny boobs if you breastfeed eventually sometimes your boobs just explode oh like they oh. drop yes because yours are tiny so they just yeah. drop usually the ones with like bigger boobs yes it will drop but it will, it will yeah. still stay right there so those are some of the things that people struggle with and i remember asking you ivy one day we're at the house so i was like okay ivy are you a hundred percent okay and comfortable with your body yeah how, how are we dealing with these insecurities because i was like ah, let me check up on this girl of mine because I, I reached a point where i'm just asking myself but mm, when we talk about yeah love yourself and the preacher of you love yourself and everything do you really ever cope with the insecurities 100 percent? and i remember asking ivy uh are you 100 percent okay with how yourself you, yeah. how are you coping with your insecurities and this is what ivy had to say do you want to no, you say well ivy said well ivy did say that she never really thinks about it and oh, yeah when she said that she doesn't even feel that insecurity yeah i you know when people are maybe saying love your insecurity or what i actually don't i can't necessarily say i have an insecurity i guess because for a very long time i've taught myself not to like think about it to the point that now i do i i think i just maybe don't know them or maybe i've not focused on them so much that they don't come to me so when i'm thinking of what are my insecurities i'm like what am i what am i and it will take me a long time and then eventually i'm like girl just chill but I just got to this place where I would tell myself this, yeah. this thing I've told myself for a very long time. There's lots of, probably, okay, might not be lots of people, but there's people out there who already don't think this of you. You know, there's, so if you're, say, a person who doesn't feel, I don't know what, pretty, there's people who think, ah, she's not pretty. Like, why do you want to join that crew and be saying the same thing about yourself? Like, then who will be on your team? Like, be team you. <laughs> yeah. Because there's already people who are anti, you know, that team. There's already mm-hmm. people saying, oh, she's not all that. Or, oh, you're not all, he's not all this. You be you, team you. Because, I mean, why join the group that's already, you know? So, yourself and now. I'm not necessarily saying that the haters or whatever it is they're there i'm just saying like the hair obviously there's somebody who yeah. doesn't think of a certain type of way about you so instead of thinking so much about oh i'm not pretty i'm not there's already someone thinking that so you spend your time thinking about, think about how amazing yeah. you are yeah so 
that kind of got stuck in me and yeah. now when it's, you ask me insecurities i'm just thinking i, I don't know them because it's been at least not body insecurity at least not body insecurity like i've not thought of them in a very long time that i kind of now just don't know them so when you gave me that answer i was like oh wow i would like to be in your boards but uh (laughs) well i i I really am not in your boards yes from like yes many positive things but i do have um body insecurities Mm -hmm. and one day you can like most days maybe four months i'm all good i'm like yeah we're going and then two weeks into the i don't know i'm just like two weeks after once that i'm just yeah once in a while that insecurity keeps yeah. like coming here and there so for me body insecurities is still something i deal with it's still mm-hmm. something that i can wake up one day and i'm just like no today i don't feel very good about myself yeah. or i'm not thinking well about myself but it, we move regardless we move you deal yeah. with it and then keep moving but i do think when you continuously work towards this work towards it or not put it at your fourth at the fourth throat put it at the forefront, forefront yeah like like you you do for your case it it ceases, it ceases to, be to be a thing a thing that true you actually now start to i guess look at whatever you probably found as an insecurity as it's all, it's all right because mm-hmm. you don't think about it in mm-hmm. that light you know? all right so i'll ask you how um when it comes to society how negatively and society like how society impacted yeah well, well we know it probably has impacted but mm-hmm. how strongly has it impacted how bad do you think it has I been for society think that um it's just well thanks to society <laughs> I, so I really don't know you know when i say society i'm just like well society is us but yeah okay. society is yeah. us society is everybody you surround yourself with what you read what you see yeah. whose opinions you take whose opinions are being given all that that's yeah. society mm-hmm. i think it has contributed a lot to how people in different places mm-hmm. the yardstick for things like say since here we're talking about physical i'll say it in terms of beauty in terms of sexy so you might find that while in the u.s because what is being pushed a, a lot maybe it's kind of being slimmer that for them because that's what you're seeing and everybody's trying to work to be that and there's all these products being put out to kind of have you in that size that for them then because you know it's what you're seeing in the magazines and it's what you're watching on the tv and the models are all slim and the people who are being used to you know look beautiful are all are all tiny that's the kind of image it pushes and then i guess back here the yardstick is more on the thicker side yeah more like the ladies so yeah they push more of the ideal of you know if you see photography i see people do photography a lot the models they usually use are, are usually curvy. the curvy ones yeah you know and african society doesn't just have curvy girls there's girls that are not curvy there's girls that are small yeah but that is not the major picture that things is presented out there you. yeah it's not what is presented they present more of the curvy of that so that is kind of the yardstick for sexy yeah so i guess different places um have different narratives being, that they're pushing. narratives being pushed but at yeah. the end of the day i think society sets this yardstick that this is a tall pretty. guy is yeah where it's at a thick girl is where it's at and then people start to try and walk towards that yeah and it doesn't help that there's lots of these products yeah true you know oh you want to be small okay this is what you do oh you want to be lighter okay have this bleaching cream yeah and this and this uh lady she's called uh lawrence yeah i don't remember her other name it's an l name she says you know if if you're insecure 
then you are a motivated consumer so usually if you have body image issues and you're insecure about how you feel or how you think of yourself or perceive of yourself then you will be a motivated consumer you yeah. will see this lightning skin product and you want it you will see this moisturizer yeah, and you want it you will see motivated and the thing is in her opinion the companies and the like companies that you know do these products that produce these products are the ones that are pushing for this narrative because you make them rich they literally are pushing a narrative so that we react to that narrative so if you think about it that way yeah. at least for a person that <laughs> so you think it's kind of with the intent that was that yes. kind of pushes this thing yes very intentionally and if you're not very careful itself. you will lose money on top of like everything else you yeah. also lose money because you can't get taller mm. for real okay. you can't get taller and there's just some things that will stay the way it has to stay yeah i guess uh having said that i'm going to I don't know. Do you think that well, while growing up, because we, we're still talking about society as well, you know, we, we were young. Mm. We were young. Mm. And maybe some people did get involved in bullying. Mm. And I think bullying is one of the things that affects, or how a person perceives themselves can perceives themselves can be affected by what they've gone through whether through their childhood or how their parents have been telling them and pushing their narrative how do you think do you ever think it's possible to break that perception of self definitely i think it has to do with as you grow and you maybe get exposed more or you grow more into who you are and become more self-aware and all that you start to realize that maybe some of the things people bullied you about you know for example if you were kids you're kind of like you know they were kids although yes sometimes these things have lasting yes effect. you know, effects yeah and some of these effects are things you take long to come out of somebody used to bully you about your boobs or maybe your family used to make fun of these or your friends used to make fun of this about you you find that maybe if they were making fun of maybe having big boobs you're now the kind of person who kind of slouches and wants to yes. wear sweaters and cover yourself a lot mm-hmm. and it also has something to do with your confidence it will affect how confident you and are your self-esteem in yes front of people true you know because you're like everybody's looking at how big my boobs are when no, no one, one is, is really looking, looking at that looking, yeah but you just kind of feel like people are looking so definitely the experiences we have as mm. we grow up shape our esteem and they also yes. shape how we look at ourselves it has and also self-objectification becomes like something that is now real mm. yeah and by the way there is a this i didn't even know that there was a self let me call it a self-image disorder but it has a term i think it's dysmorphic disorder something like that it's like like you said, a person becomes so obsessed. Yeah. That, that one. That, that one. That one. I'm, I'm always the one. I'm always the person that it's can't cool. pronounce it's well, cool. and her diction is better, it's so wrong. we accept it. You know, get someone that is there to support your weaknesses. I did just that for this podcast. So anyway, um, there's always going to be like a, a thing or a feeling that you know, this cat has not fitted my hip the proper way or there's a pimple here people looking at my pimple this my nose is like this it's so huge it's so You're, funny yes Mabel is out here pointing at herself <laughs> like Mabel, no one can see but okay uh-huh. oh my god i can't imagine i'm actually <laughs> pointing with a pimple yeah. here okay mm-hmm. all right anyway so yeah you especially for like africans if you no, let me not even say africans but 
if you have not like allowed yourself to be exposed to reading or finding about finding out about these things you may think oh, it's normal it's something i can go through but it's an actual disorder and for some people you'd actually rather go like for therapy yeah some people need therapy yeah. to stop obsessing over the flaws in appearance yes, some people also do get to fix it obsessed with themselves their perfection on, yeah yeah there are people who are obsessed with <laughs> how amazing they look and, and can be pretty narcissistic they're, yes there are those who take it yeah. too far of course definitely there's extremes on both ends and they take it so far that they start to kind of like stomp other people who you know probably don't mm. look the same Good. or they start to think maybe everything then should revolve around them because i am like this because i am like this i deserve it because i look like this which you know also isn't an okay thing <laughs> to have you should love yourself but yeah just enough like not don't i mean i don't even know is that enough loving looking enough. at image enough but you know what i mean like when it gets narcissistic when it gets to a point where you think you're deserving of things simply because of how you look yes. or how you perceive yourself to look yeah then that might not be okay mm-hmm. yeah again as i was saying uh there is this uh TED talk i watched and the, there was a discussion and yeah. the lady did mention that in her opinion and in her view the only reason and the only reason we get to perceive things as beautiful or a certain kind of persons or people as, as beautiful say tall sexy women or hot guys or the reason we we are able to say things like you know guys with you know big dicks are the real deal is because we for real honestly you find a virgin at 13 pushing the narrative you get mm. so it's only because we know that we grew up like that and we grew up with those per- perceptions of this is beautiful this is what beautiful is so she thinks that if we could only do away with that narrative of this is beauty <coughs> and just look at people and persons on a basis of what they have to deliver and who they truly like what makes them who they are outside of the physical then we can beat this body image issue Mm-mm. what do you have to say about that i don't entirely agree i mean to a certain extent i'll say yes yeah in line of if society has said guys with big dicks are eat yeah. then people are going to think that oh guys with beards you know he's hot because he has a beard then whether you don't even get to know whether for you really like guys with beards or not yeah. just because in the magazine they said yeah. because on TV because on Twitter they said yeah. suddenly it's the same case for you so there I'll agree that there's that narrative pushed a lot but at the same time I can't say we can do away with the entire idea of beauty because aesthetics play a huge role in the decisions we make by the way and I, I, not I, just I, when I, it yeah. comes to people When it comes to the shoes you pick to buy Where? in the shop, what you consider beautiful when you go to the shop and buy the dress, that is what you thought was beautiful. If you can't do away with the whole idea of beauty because it doesn't just apply to humans, it applies to every single thing we see. Like how you see something and how your mind registers it and how it finds it, those are things that are one subjective. So I would like to say that maybe don't do away with the idea of beauty, but understand that beauty is in more than one It's not so streamlined that it's only the thick girl that's beautiful or the slim girl that many there's lots of kinds of beauty. You might have just a preference for this. When you go to a shop, 
just because you preferred this shoe over the other doesn't mean this is ugly you just probably had a preference so for ivy another. if i'm right. dealing with a body image issue you think that narrative would help me of all oh, women are beautiful whether you're fat tall thin yes i or think thin, it will help if I'm you already dealing with my body image issue and for me i grew up in a society that is telling me it's only what like, i'm trying to say head, which is why it I has suggested it's only you which know, is why i say i'd rather not cancel beauty entirely because beauty yeah. is something to be celebrated I don't think it should be ruled out and also because beauty whether we like it or not is something we use when we're making decisions for things yeah and not and i'm trying to show you that it's not even just with people like we do this with everything which is what i'm telling you. i think it's kind of maybe inherent in us like that's just how we are but what we can push is that there's more than one kind of beauty because what society pushes is this is the kind this is the standard for beauty. yeah instead of pushing that and which i guess is why people are doing more diverse things now you're not having modeling being done by just the skinny girls you're having it done by also the thick ladies the idea is to push that thing that you know beauty is not just for, you're not only beautiful because you're small you're not only beautiful because so you're you big. think you're not that's only beautiful effective because you're tall i think if people if you now if you grow up in a society where you don't just see this particular kind of body this particular kind of height you don't think but it's a marketing strategy several kinds what i'm trying to say i mean it can be a marketing strategy but if it helps then people if mebo i am i think i'm fat and i don't think i'm beautiful and i don't think i can as a result maybe be a model because all i see is small girls and i start to see people doing um runways where there's the thicker ladies on or plus size ladies on you know the runway then i feel a bit more empowered i'm but like oh, if the narrative on the runway that, is that what i'm trying to say what my point is, is if we push the same avenues you're using to push just the beard is beautiful just the abs make him look like this just the ass makes her look like this if you use it to push a more diverse crowd and not just have this one kind of image being at the center at the one being put as the you know poster girl for beauty poster girl poster yeah. man for this then people in time will realize oh it's not just this kind of beauty but also people not only will you realize that you're also beautiful you know they also poster worthy also catwalk worthy also i don't know what worthy but it also helps people get to know actually what they prefer and not to just go by what society has set for them that this is what's beautiful mm-hmm. but if you see a diverse group you're kind of like no i prefer this you know not mm-hmm. i prefer this simply because it's all i've ever seen mm-hmm. because i've seen all and this is what i prefer i think it kind of channels people not to look at it beauty as one kind of thing they just they appreciate there's lots of kinds i just have a preference for this maybe that, that i mean i agree with you and maybe that can help the narrative of like physical because how do you physical rule? i don't think it's it I can help with the narrative of the physical beauty it can help rule. with the narrative of like physical things but i feel like there are narratives that may need more than just a campaign yes this is like, not i'm not trying to say it should I'm be a say, campaign yes it should but, be a lifestyle it well, should be a thing there are narratives that may need more than just a lifestyle and we'll get there mm. uh, which i'll get there in a second but i was also going to say that um skip my mind for a bit how that, that most of the narratives that are also being not narratives that are being pushed but most of the women we are maybe lucky enough to have such presentations and representations because first of all i, I feel like women are more how do they call it when it comes to things that affect them they are more vocal and they will be pushing campaigns they will be kind of actively mm. when it comes to say mental mm. health or you know campaigns on get girls back in school you will find that women are actively trying to make mm. sure that girls get these opportunities but with the men though do you feel like there is 
do you feel like one men are doing their part of making sure that there are certain insecurities that they that are only for men and that they realize that if they know you if you don't speak up or if you do not push a narrative this certain way then maybe for men that's why they will keep having maybe more mental health issues and more suicide rates than women do you think that men have done a good job at trying to push that narrative like of maybe beauty for men can be different because i'm not seeing a chubby man on a runway i've not seen you see for and women nothing it's that's okay stopping, which is why i'm trying to say and it. that's what i'm saying so do you think there is a lack of that thing that is yeah, stopping i guess else? with men i think um speak up less about the things that affect them or affect how they view themselves maybe mm-hmm. because they feel like other men will judge them or people will laugh at them or i don't know or you know. do you think it's pressure also from like females because like i feel like there are certain things that maybe they can never take i don't know i don't no. know i think if of course more men came up to speak about this is what affects us and people mm. should stop maybe looking at men as just you know the size of his dick or looking at him as just a beard or, or maybe have more men of this kind of shape also walking around with this kind of shape doing this as well then probably if you know in what i've come to realize when it comes to the people the media or the people who really push beauty and aesthetic kind of campaigns if you put so much pressure on them they start to kind of cave into you know what direction you want them to so if more men were coming up and saying oh no you not all men have abs and not only the men with abs should be doing this and not only the guys with beards should be doing this and maybe push a better picture for men there's lots of men out there not all men are buff not all men are then more pictures of such men would be going out and also more women would realize you know i like him either way okay mm-hmm. yeah he has this but i like him either way but mm-hmm. i prefer him because there's already women who prefer their men chubby yeah they don't like the ones with abs they're not looking for the yeah. guys who, you know there's women who don't want guys with beards they don't care if you have beards yeah. they're those who prefer the guys bold and like oh that guy is and bold, that you know i think that's so, like you said that's true to me yeah if you pushed more of the diverse beauty message versus no beauty message like don't look at beauty i don't think that's okay but i think look beauty is broad and it should all be out there then everybody find yourself it helps with the image of you who's feeling less than i think you kind of when you start to see more pe- representation of people like you doing things you didn't think are possible for people like you yeah. then you'll feel more empowered but also you get to re- the um i think the younger people then get to grow up without having just one kind of so, setting for them but they have diverse so they get to find themselves they don't in essence then look at beauty as just one thing which to me i guess solves the kind of the issues where body image mm-hmm. like like maybe for physical body um for physical, physical yes it would because now i was going to be like you know before we go to coping mechanisms i know that some some of the things that you know all the boys mentioned or all the men that mentioned were actually body image has the way they perceive themselves and who they are in relation to financial capability and uh, capacity you know how much i'm able to deliver how much i'm able to take care of mm. not only me but my maybe my, my person's financial needs people. affects what they think of themselves do you ever think like now for that situation like ah isn't it like very hard like I think that's just their compensation. Mm-hmm. Of course, all kind people compensate differently for where they feel they lack. So I think with guys, usually their their go-to is the wallet. Okay, he does. He's not. I'm not tall, but I've got money, so it can still get me the girl. 
oh I'm not maybe this or I'm not that but I've got the money or maybe I can give the love some guys maybe don't have the money but he will you know they love you he'll, he'll love you <laughs> how does that love work <laughs> will, I, guess, uh, I don't know, you know there. what I'm trying to say is like they will give more than more than so much attention yeah. so much you want this you need me to be here for you I'll be like so so much like maybe a bit more than would be considered necessary you know, correct because mm. they're trying to compensate maybe take Same a back with girls a like back girls yeah. also have ways they compensate for maybe she doesn't feel their insecurities maybe yeah. she, like makeup yeah for some you know makeup helps them hide sometimes, sometimes it's i don't know feel it's it's maybe sex as women. well yeah. i don't know yeah some people will i don't guess do plastic surgery others may not afford the surgery but they'll wear there's people who wear i don't know fake bums yeah know, fake hips stuff yeah. like that so i think different people compensate differently but surely people really do compensate for where they feel they lack they lack yeah like if somebody feels like oh i'm not beautiful enough or i'm not handsome enough i have good sex though <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like uh. if you won't want me for how i look you want me for what i can give you in the yeah. bedroom yeah or i have the money or i have this there's also girls who compensate with money yeah true you know true so true. i guess those are the difference so uh let's let me ask about coping and how you deal how do you deal with insecurities having like i know you did mention that you are you you're a ninja so like that. how did <laughs> say before you got to this place i don't know if you suffered yeah. with insecurities but yeah, say you did. how did you cope with how did you reach the stage where i'm like ivy i'm like i like myself i like me ivy i think i i had of course you know especially in the teen age yeah so many people face insecurities so I when they're teenagers I, I yes having my insecurities as well in that time i think But it's even easier for girls people in single sex schools i think your insecurities are less because i feel like when you when we were in school it was not that maybe like you can say there's a bit more added pressure if you're in a mixed school in a mixed the school, whole idea of I impressing think, you know yes. the opposite sex so trying also, to I feel like the opposite, the opposite like the sex. opposite sex can be at that stage really really mean, critical and really critical, really mean yeah. yeah you saw the buddha story yes. that so many girls got to share and you could really see that the kind of things the guys said about them actually really affected how they viewed and somehow they still view themselves yeah because i know for a couple of friends that studied there have, and don't have like male friends from there so i'm always asking them how come or they don't have female friends from there because there's just that yeah, bad energy that could happen affect, yeah you know people. and it did, does happen in like i think all schools so, personally i told yeah. you the thing i tell myself yeah you know like okay i used to tell myself to the point that okay two things one yeah i'm a strong believer in when you don't focus on something then it's not evident to the rest and i would like to say it's true i think so many times i guess in my experience a lot of the time i don't notice somebody's insecurity until they point it out then i'm like okay and then if they exaggerate it i might also know you know start to see it in the lights they are seeing it and even mm. though you know if you tell me oh but me my ear it's so big no it's so big <laughs> maybe i didn't think your ear was big i probably yeah. had not even seen your really looked at your ears before yeah. but now that you've spoken sometimes somebody then starts to be like eh, that bit really is big like you know even though it wasn't something you thought before yeah so one i really believe that people shouldn't oh i okay how i de- de- dealt, dealt with, with my, it yeah and just stop focusing 
on what I don't find amazing. Like yeah. I would not instead maybe focus so much on what I think is amazing, but I'll just simply not focus on what I don't think is amazing. Yeah. Because I'll, or draw attention to it because I feel like when you draw attention to things, then you have already now you've drawn attention to it. Now more people are seeing it. Now you have the anxiety and panic of oh my god, now more people are seeing it. Now everybody is seeing it. It just kind of piles. So I just kind of don't draw I just don't draw attention to it. Like don't focus on it. And it will kind of, you know, and when you don't focus on something, I think one, you want, of course, have people coming to your face telling you about something you didn't bring up because sometimes people just talk about it because you brought it up. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, she brought it up. Maybe I'm comfortable enough now <laughs> to say, yeah. Or maybe they bring it up because, because I would also say sometimes, at least with my friends, it's, I, I like to know their insecurities and it's some, it's a question I ask because some, like sometimes it's very easy to cross a line that you may not have known mm. that you've crossed of course you now have to take care of like what you may find funny and not yeah, funny anymore because now we've become more enlightened on the type of narratives we should be pushing in society and mm. as a whole um i think for me when it comes to coping with insecurities i think one of the major things that i do is probably be i have gratitude days i could just write down things that i'm grateful for about my body mm. and what I like. So gratitude, gratitude, gratitude kind of makes me mm. appreciate. Like you said, it kind of makes me just know, just okay. Yeah. Yeah, for this yeah, I'm grateful for it. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. But I'm really grateful for like my eyes or I'm very grateful for my teeth or my smile or my lips because now, yeah, that one, I thank the Lord. So yeah, so I'm really grateful for that. So I write it down, the things I'm grateful for, and then where I have problems, I write down as well. And it's not until I was reading recently that I noticed that, you know, one of the recommendations that a psychologist uh, made was voice therapy. And voice therapy is basically where you have a a rational thought, and then you also have the realistic one. An irrational thought and the realistic one. So you write down the irrational thoughts or the negative thoughts that you have of yourself and who you are in second person so say ivy if you're writing down you say you are ugly you are i don't know the negative thoughts you're ugly Mm. you're not smart your hips are like that of a high what what's that shape that we used to do in i in uh, that's getting too vivid (laughs) (laughs) i really do want to know because i want to remember i don't know in I, it's not called ITTI. What was that subject I would draw? TD. TD, yes. There's that shape. Para what? Parabola, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so anyway, so you write those negatives in second person and then you get to change the narrative. The realistic ones, you write them in first person. I am this, I am this, my eyes are beautiful, mm. like that. So that's one of the ways they suggested. Another one that they did suggest was seek companion like not seek companionship but be compassionate and kind to yourself to yourself but also so that when you're kind and compassionate to yourself you will offer such grace to other people yeah so be kinder to yourself and realize that well you, some things may not like stop even looking at them as flaws anymore just look at them as this is who i am and this is my body my stomach has rolls yeah. i don't have a flat stomach and that's okay I have tinier legs and that's okay like like that so be kind mm. to yourself so then you can be kinder to other people and also yeah really, i'll continue to say mm-hmm. um the whole idea of don't you know be on your team you really need to be team you 
like there's probably somebody else that's not seen you there's probably somebody else that doesn't agree with this or that about you mm-hmm. so you would rather just don't join you know the noise that's yes. kind of getting to you be team you because yes. when you're team you then it's all that matters you know what matters is how you think of yourself yeah and also conquer the critical inner voice they call it the critical inner voice because we all have this critic that that we like have in our heads eh? that always criticizing by the the things we do the most so kind of sit down with your inner critic and each time you know you look at yourself in the mirror or you are perceiving yourself and all you're hearing are these criticisms try as much as possible i don't even know how you can do it but try as much as possible to say them out loud and voice them out loud and then kind of reintroduce new energy yeah because that's what they suggest mm-hmm. but there are certain insecurities ivy and certain body image issues that are even deeper than like what you can control on your mm-hmm. own or be able to deal with on your own mm-hmm. there are things that you almost shape up what your future may be mm. and how you deal with things or emotions mm. so there is a suggestion that tell what tell the story of what happened to you yeah. so when it comes to things like maybe you were sexually assaulted and somehow it affects your body image tell that story somehow so that like story therapy. yes do a therapy session either with a therapist or with yourself and just tell your story mm. yeah i guess we can stop there for today uh thank you all for listening thank you guys for listening thank yeah. you guys for always giving us feedback and for continuing to support yeah we love you guys nice. how many lessons now maybe uh, what do you mean how many lessons or how many episodes lessons. oh listens now we are the at the plays are probably five thousand 600 guys you guys are like so you're amazing. doing yeah you thank really thank you so much we didn't think we'd thank reach this, this far so right. we also want to revamp a few things here and there so i hope we can introduce more exciting things and things you get to relate to yeah. we love y'all and follow us on instagram usually it's ivy saying that today it's oh, yeah. me saying that <laughs> so it feels so good see you guys next week bye